1: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Screencast. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the Hispanic heartthrob, Texas treat Latino heat, clicking heads and ripping them to shreds, the globe trotting, head shotting, rootin' tootin', nitro rifle from twitch.tv, Andy Cortez.
2: Nick's going to be so pissed he wasn't here for you to say it the one time.
1: You know what he wouldn't, you know how Nick would have just been. That's a great joke, Greg. He wouldn't even remember that he came up with it. You know, what he I mean? wouldn't have
2: been listening. Honestly. Exactly. He would have <laughs> been be looking honest. off to the
1: side, staring at whatever, watching the paint yeah. dry that he just put up over there. <laughs> uh, we'll address the elephant in the room. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're our visual watcher, of course, yes, Nick and Tim are not here. There was a freak accident. They have been combined into one person. Kevin is currently at a lab trying to separate them and we wish them well. They got scared when they saw some snakes. They jumped into the little fly contraption. Uh-huh. They, they didn't get bit though. So that's the good side of it. Ah, but joining us as always here on the boys, he is the next AEW world champion. It's Fuego no Sol.
0: Good intro there. I mean, I'm just, I I, I was worried. The eye doctors, where are you guys at? They've been making so much money after these snakes has just been destroying that is, it's crazy. That's
1: why Kevin took him into the lab on his own. You know what I mean? Like, how can he keep kind of funny afloat? He can separate the DNA of Tim and Nick that have been combined into one person that looks a lot like tim and nick it's very hard to see like how study, they got combined <laughs> because,
3: he did study biotechnology
1: right I yes think so I he think studied so. bio something i feel like That's whenever true. you talk to him it kind of shifts a little bit on it what does exactly shifts a lot yeah well i think at one point it was even marine biology so i don't even <laughs> know what he,
0: but you know He's a whale a
1: person a cow He's it's all this it. stuff
0: Science
1: with Kev. Yeah, I'm Kevin. Uh, of course, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, this is your weekly entertainment show here on uh, YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Podcast services around the globe. Maybe RTX. That's right. Roosterteeth.com. Uh, what we do here is talk about all the things we love and don't love that we watch on TV or movies and things like that. And as you know, what we are doing right now is an episode by episode recap and review of The Boys. And so you're tuning in for episode seven of season three. Here comes a candle to light you to bed. You might say, what does that even mean? It's from a traditional English nursery rhyme called oranges and lemons. And if Lucy James was here, I'm sure she could recite the whole thing. But she isn't, so don't worry about it. For now, worry about the housekeeping. Like I said, each and every week, Screencast comes to you. If you want to go the extra mile, you go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny, where you can write in to be part of it, where you can get it ad-free. Of course, on patreon.com slash kindoffunny, you can get a bevy of other benefits, like watching us record The Kind of Funny podcast live, getting right into that, getting it with the post show, getting to hang out as we record it with people like the boys, Jack Quaid. That's right, Huey himself was on the last episode of The Kind of Funny podcast. You can get it for free on YouTube. Slash kind of, funny. of course, you can go to Patreon, get it ad-free, and get for the post-show that he stuck around to hang out for, and find out why he regrets giving me his phone number. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Molecule and Fargo Brady. Today, we're brought to you by Athletic Greens, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, let's get into what we thought of Episode 7, the penultimate episode of Season 3. Fuego, I want to start with you.
0: Oh, a lot of setup this episode. A lot of setup. Uh, we're going a lot of different ways, man. I yeah. uh, I'm so... Just invested in what happens next uh you got you got soldier boy who is just he's such a um uh, and when you look at homelander he look he seems deranged he seems all yeah. over the place to whereas, as uh soldier boy has like a direct mission and it's just it's a sneaky scary type of vibe and uh and it's a good contrast to what we see with homelander and so to see him just go off and destroy his team one by one and not care as we saw on last week's episode about who gets hurt in the process how much of that is ptsd how much of that is him just directly being fuck you i'm not shell shocked (laughs) exactly um it's very interesting to see and then we still got this kimiko situation is she gonna get the v back uh and to see just starlight annie completely Owning everybody, yeah, oh yeah, it's nuts! It's nuts. I'm I'm very much enjoying this. is very much a penultimate episode, and all the setup that we got. But I am all in. I put all my chips onto the boys because I cannot wait for next week's episode.
1: I am watching this season and this episode and last episode, yeah. And this is the same feeling I had last week of I can't get over how much I'm enjoying this, like how great this is, and not even enjoying it as a popcorn thing. How they have made me care about these relationships in these conversations like you said a lot of talking in this episode right the theme of the episode uh, isn't about candles it is family right and not even the fast and furious way all the relationships and all the conflicts we're seeing here are based on family in some way whether it's your blood relatives or the family you've you know brought on and chosen to be your family and I watched this and I think back to when we watched season one and being a fan of the comics and getting dropped in season one's world. And this is different. That's different. Frenchie's not the Frenchie, but like all these things where it was like, we got dropped in and so much happened. And then the fact that we're to this point right now, where I feel like everybody's breathing and thriving and whether it is a train, whether it is the deep and whether it is Huey and Annie and all the main, main, main players. I, I edge of my seat this entire episode wanted to know everything hanging on every word you know being so invested in it and i can't believe i'm here compared to where we were when we were doing this for season one not that i didn't enjoy it but back then it was like oh yeah you know the, these guys are going to take down take on the soups and take them down a peg i get it i get it And this one i'm like i care about each one of these characters even the bad guys and homelander which we'll get to and of course this is a spoiler filled episodes so if you haven't watched don't watch but andy what did you think at the top of this There's just so much happening
2: uh, all over the place that all feels equally important where I think you're right comparing it to season one where it really felt like a plot and a whole bunch of D and E plots. Sure. Uh, Where here it's like every time we cut to a new character you're kind of immediately reminded of all the shit they're going through (laughs) and (laughs) you need to understand not to brush their struggles aside as not as important as the main plot because at this point I I don't really know if I can name like what the I, I feel like it's A and A two and A three and A four. Yeah. Like there's so many important uh sides here that are obviously all kind of interconnected in some different way. But I think that I loved that conversation between Homelander and Maeve. Yeah. And her kind of I think that line of her saying, like, this is the happiest day I've felt in so long because I saw I saw you scared. Yeah, you scared is like some of the best stuff I've ever seen. And you see how uncomfortable Homelander is. Um, You understand that he is kind of trying to that, that conversation that he has with her about having the kid and how he saw a family for them in the future And I I don't know. There's just so much interesting happening there Um, all the way to um, the episode kind of starts off with a train, you know, being talked to Ashley about Blue Hawk and how the heart is now his. And I wasn't expecting that. I thought I thought a train was dead. I thought we were not going to see him ever again. Um, and that was a, that's a shocking twist to sort of throw in here. Uh, are we going to get like a, a liquid, uh, snake <laughs> sort of arm situation with, right, with the right? Adrian starts
1: being a racist now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <not laughs> Wait a, a second.
2: Not with the right of it, but with Ocelot. Yeah. Very, very bizarre. There's just, there, there's so many different ways that they are taking this. I think by the end of it though, having soldier boy find out that he is Homelander's father. Um, that's a twist that didn't necessarily shock me or blow me away in the way that even uh, Starlight doing the Instagram live thing and kind of pouring it all out to the world. When that moment happens, I'm going like, oh my fucking God, this is crazy. When this sort of thing happens, I feel like I don't, uh, obviously we see Soldier War kind of warm up to Homelander in that situation, and in that conversation, but I don't really know how it, affects everything, are they teaming up now? It, I don't know, just, what I'm trying to say is, it was a twist that's, I think, supposed to drop on you like an atomic bomb, and for me, I was just, it didn't really hit me as much
1: as oh, wow, really? other things have happened in this episode. I don't really know Did you why. like it or not like it, though? Just, it, I mean, is, you're comparing it to other things that have happened in this season, like what, but like, I, did you like it?
2: I don't think I liked it in the way mm. that, like, Star Wars feeling like everybody needs to be related. Mm. sort of you know kind of made me just kind of roll my eyes and i'm kind of just tired really of everybody I'd being a it. father and a son uh fuego did
1: you like it
0: i did i did i thought uh it was an interesting twist and it it introduces a new element of uh how are they gonna react to each other now
1: yeah right it's, cha- it's changed the battlefield which i really appreciated, and that was my thing when we Cut back from uh, the woods, right? And, you know, they have that conversation, they scream and he kills them. I'm like, what, what did he say? Are we going to, how long do we have to wait to find out? To cut back here and like, you know, it's Jensen Ackles or Jensen Ackles, who, by the way, I'm now a number one fan of. Like, I'll put, uh, you know, Fuego, I'll admit when I'm wrong. I mm. will put all my cards on the table, everybody. All right. Wow. Jensen Ackles, I owe you an apology, sir. As I'm sure everyone knows, you showed up in Smallville. You showed up in Smallville yeah, season everybody, three. Everybody right? knows that one. Yeah, You showed up in the, 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 the witch season and it was just a horrible fucking season of television. Not you. I didn't blame you. I thought you did fine as Jason Teague in Smallville. Of course, I didn't like you. Dating Lana, getting Clark way, but no big deal. I thought it was fine. It was kind of creepy though because you were the teacher and you were de- I digress. It was fine. It was just the fact that it was such an awful 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 season of television that like I had a bad taste in my mouth and I associated it with you so when Supernatural came around and ran for 23 years I never watched an episode I just couldn't do it I was like that's Jason Teague and <laughs> he was bad Smallville was bad and then I watched this and I'm like do I have to go watch all of Supernatural now I love I, it. when When Jensen is on the screen, I am locked in. What a delivery. What an actor. I've been wrong about this man. Smallville did him dirty. You know what I I mean? I just love the idea
2: of Supernatural super fans being like, oh, man, Greg, it's season four of Supernatural right now. And this show is like popping off in all these amazing ways. And you're just like. Look, man, season three is Smallville. And they're like, what the fuck are you talking about? We've talked,
1: we've, I, you know, again, I'll admit when I'm wrong, Fuego. It's a, you know, it's a, a, and people know my best friend, Poe. And if there's one thing the kind of funny audience knows about Poe, it's that he would never go inside a Quiznos after that stupid hamster commercial, right? That was his line in the sand. And they crossed it. Wow. To this day, he won't still won't go inside a Quiznos. He waited out. He's been dating people and they go inside the Quiznos. He stands outside the Quiznos. this is that kind of situation where I literally was, I won't watch Supernatural because of how bad Smallville season three, the witch season was. And now I'm wrong. And now I need to go atone for that. Barrett, I know you like Supernatural to some degree, right? Uh, yeah, big fan of uh,
3: of a lot of it. Still have not ever caught up on the show because there's 15 seasons. Still going. Um, <laughs> oh, I think it just ended like a year ago or something. Yeah. It's Insane. Um, they're in, they're in season 94 right now. Yeah, but like the 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 showrunner of that show is uh, the showrunner uh, here for the boys, Eric uh, Kripke. Uh, And so um, you're getting a lot of the – not the same exact vibes because, again, this is the the CW, but this was like one of the good ones from the CW,
2: right? How how interesting, Baird, that Greg has been wrong and has atoned for his Mm -hmm. wrongness on two characters – one of them, Captain America, and yeah. now a
3: character who is the Captain America version this show. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I do think that's very, very interesting. But yes, I would. I th- I would say, Greg, you would enjoy the first five seasons of Supernatural, which okay. is when the f- show was originally, I think, supposed to end. The way season five ends, you're like, oh, this is this is it. This is the story, and then. CW was like, no, it's way too successful. You need to write 10 more seasons. And it, then it went 10 more seasons and, to varying degrees of uh, quality. Um, more episodes in uh, One Piece. Uh, yeah, apparently. Um, <laughs> the one thing, uh, uh, going back off of uh, Andy. By the way, I
1: apologize, too. Season 4 is the witch season. Witch oh, okay,
3: <laughs> so that would have, have been the 10, same but... year that uh, Supernatural, I think, had started and well, you call know, yourself it was just, a and he did no, this no, and then he went to supernatural
1: weird. i don't think they crossed over mm, mm, like that or whatever no, uh okay. one of the things i do want to call out this episode because we missed it last episode because i don't think any of us uh, were supernatural super fans or super natties, as i'm calling them from here on out yeah <laughs> uh, but one of the things <laughs> uh, i appreciated that i saw on the internet after the fact uh was the robert singer uh, did you does anybody else catch this on your social feeds or your tiktoks oh, yeah. robert singer running for president there was a poster when uh, 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 Jason, uh, no, Jensen yeah, no, yeah. Jensen. Well, now I'm thinking of uh, Jason Teague. Sorry, yeah, I got Jason Teague on the. <laughs> I know, of course, know. Yeah, know. Me, <laughs> right? When Soldier Boy walked into uh, the react, rea- you know, the updated timeline or whatever, and there was a poster there for Robert Singer running for president. People thought it was an Easter egg throwaway because I guess Robert Singer and that actor are people are are, are on Supernatural and they were yeah. a father figure to the boys or whatever, and then sure shit this episode right we go to a a, a rally that homeland are speaking at for the singer campaign robert singer is there it's Sam the same actor it's a, and it's all back to what you're talking about right baird of like air yeah. Kripke running the show or whatever having this guy on there yeah, Ro- the that care
3: that character who plays robert singer in this show his name is bobby in uh supernatural and he's literally named after the real life robert singer who was one of the executive producers on supernatural yeah it's a whole thing um really quick and i loved that moment too where he takes a moment to like look at that and like it's kind of confused. It's really good, um, Andy. The the thing that worked for me with this uh, this twist, and again, it wasn't something where I was like super surprised by it. Um, like the you know r- recording Homelander and um, A Train being b- uh, being back, and it's like seeing the full uh, backstory of uh, Black Noir. Um, so it's, good. it's honestly a twist that like we should have seen coming. And I think that's just because I was talking to Greg about this before we were recording of like the, I just love their relationship and like the, the metaphor of their relationship where, um, uh, the soldier boy is kind of a representation of this 1960s to 1980s, culture that boils down to, like, very, like, toxic masculinity and how that literally bred over decades uh, modern far-right-wing reactionaries in modern times. And I thought it was going to be enough that, like, they had it kind of subtly in the background that he used to be the number one. Now Homelander's this new number one. But the fact that he literally bred Homelander, like, that is a metaphor. Like, that's why that worked for me. Um, Again, it's not really, like super surprising i i don't even think it's got to be like a oh everybody's got to be related i think they did want that as like a very not even subtext but text metaphor literally in the same episode homelander was doing a trump rally so
1: yeah well it also like for the reason it hooked for me right and i got totally sidetracked by smallville sorry uh the reason it worked for me as a reveal right was we get the what do you mean in the yells at him kill after he and kills the guy then the next scene is them at the safe house in butcher crying and like butcher and i was like what the fuck just happened and then huey shows and then we get the call from starlight about the v huey shows up he doesn't tell him about the v and i was like but when i i i rewound i was like i'm soldier boy and butcher are in the same room right And yeah he's you know soldier boy's sitting there processing information that he probably you know just told butcher butcher's crying from it I'm like what would make him cry and of course the tears being now that they're playing. They were right there. They were one step away, right? They already, you know, they had their one chance. They showed they could do it. And then right now they've eliminated, the people they need to eliminate for Soldier Boy to be like, let's just go kill Homelander. And it's like, shit. Now he can't do it because he's related. Or can he? We'll still find out. But I like that twist. I like that it's not just going to be the finale. It is a redo of the last battle. Now we have all this different skin of the game about it.
0: And now you have all these, uh, I'm sure, we don't know how this temporary V has affected mm. Uh, Butcher's mind and and, yeah. uh, and his motivations, right? He's been hyped up on this, and he's seen innocent people die because of his actions, because of what he's allowed Soldier Boy to do. And so now the whole reason to, to, for the for the end to justify the means is if Homelander dies, and now with this new information, will it happen? It was all this for nothing? Is it is it broken Butcher to the point of no return? I can't wait to see how that transpires next week.
1: Yeah, and then of course you have this thing of. Uh... You, there's that how many doses have they taken and then of course like what a great callback to the abusive father right like we saw obviously we saw him interact with his dad forever you in like you know you do the recap or whatever in before this episode they tossed that in there and it was that thing of I in mean, that episode you're like okay cool this explains why kind of butcher is an asshole right but then to get into this really deep flashback and go through all this stuff with lenny and then even at the end have that conversation between butcher and lenny where you know lenny's like it's <laughs> the same for everybody who let you love they die right Huey's gonna die like he's blah 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 and then for him to come out and have this conversation have to have that moment and I was like as soon as he gets the call from Annie, I'm like he's not gonna tell him and then he gets to the thing and again this is when I think you know TV's really great or the fiction's really great where he's not gonna tell Huey this and Carl Urban's performance was so good up until not doing that I thought he might where I was like has he really learned is he really gonna put this in Huey's hand like is that what we're gonna do? And then he does it. And I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, him making that him making that switch
2: and you see the smirk come back and you see him trying to fake through this misery that he's going through. Yeah. Um I, I I it makes me sort of feel like that whole dream sequence was all for naught though. And that's the only reason why I don't love that decision right there. I would have even loved if maybe they cut away and didn't let us know exactly what happened there. But I feel like him going back on it kind of just what lessons were learned. It kind of just makes that whole dream sequence feel like just nothing was learned. He was there. Right. And and at one point you think, oh, shit, this is this is his therapy session. This is him facing his demons from the past and realizing that like having his brother say everybody you get close to dies. And you think that that's going to change a man. And we see a glimpse of it. And then it it's all just sort of pulled away and him going, we need to get some more fucking V. We're going to take
1: it to these guys, you know? But I again, like, I feel like that is what this season has been, right? The se- it's the same conversation he had with MM in the Flatiron building, right? Of just like, fuck the line. There is no line anymore. We have to do this. We have to get this done. Uh, interesting, too. I, I interpret this is open to interpretation, obviously. And we'll get an answer next episode. Again, I interpreted Butcher and uh, Soldier Boy in the room both stunned that Soldier Boy had said something to Butcher. The chat is arguing that they don't think he knows and that he's crying over Lenny, which to me obviously could make sense, but is also weird, right? Of they rode in the car in complete silence, got to the house, Huey went out for Long John Silvers, and then Butcher, like this super strong dude, is, he is sitting there crying in a corner. Like, I again, in, in a room with Soldier Boy, now Soldier Boy also equally stunned by the news he's been given. And I don't know, it could work, but it also, I, I would feel like Soldier well, were Boy, they like, the, the fuck's wrong with you. The way, I, I mean the I way it's shot. Yes, so. am I? Can I be sure?
3: I, no? I, I think the the way that it was edited, it made me feel like he was in a different part of the house. And, yeah, and and with Greg bringing up, okay, that would make sense then. Yeah, I mean, with Greg bringing
2: up that like he was crying because of that, that kind of surprised me, and that's not how I took it at all. I took it as it's still it's tears about the dream sequence. It's tears about knowing that he has to tell Huey the news like to me
1: that's what the tears being fought back but that's not how it works the news comes while he's crying i'm watching the scene right now and yeah i guess there is no confirmation that him and jensen are in the same room so that would make more sense well i think i
3: think the tears is more of like uh, like andy you're talking about um like the dream sequence being all for naught, I think the tears are him literally struggling with it. Yeah, because he yeah. knows what makes like makes how sense. he wants to continue down this path. How he's already been so far gone and so lost. We literally see that in the dream sequence of like how he naturally does these things, where he beats the shit out of his. Uh, uh, I know that's a different name, but principal uh, for back of a uh, lack of a better word, um, and all of these things. And it's just like it's his natural instincts to almost be exactly how his dad treated him and how he does that to other people, Um, even with the therapy session, you know, And and these aren't things that he didn't know. Really, before, it was just that, you know, he had to, like, really face them uh, up front. Um, it, and that was, like, the one time we got to actually see that. Um, and so I think the tears were more of his push and pull between he knows what he's going to do is going giving to. Giving in to what he
1: knows is wrong.
3: Exactly. And he knows what that's going to do realistically to Huey, which is, I think, someone he cares about more than even himself. But then also being like, I ha- I still have to do it. I still have to do it. He's still in the whatever it takes sort of mentality. Exactly.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I want to switch gears for a second, if you don't mind, and let's talk about... Do it! Hit the
1: shifter in the clutch. I don't drive bang. But
0: but we will after uh... a word from our sponsors...
1: This podcast is brought to you by something Tim literally uses every day. AG1. Tim's birthday is June 30th, and he decided to give himself the gift of taking care of his body with AG1. With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. All the things! Tim mixes AG1 with his water, loves the t- and says he's feeling better than ever. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews, and Athletic Greens is a climate-neutral certified company. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills or supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com kind of. Funny. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash kindoffunny to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Fuego, what gear do you want to switch to?
0: Uh, mother's milk, man. And and yeah. I know we talk about how this show uh, takes real life issues and, and flips it on its head even with this being extreme fiction. But this week, we got it in two different ways. You know, you get it with the with the political side, of course. But then to see a man have to deal with uh co-parenting and raising a child with a, with a divorced wife you know and seeing how the the struggles of that when when a man uh is divorced you only get your daughter on certain times and you have such a minute bit of time to uh you got to figure out how you want to raise your kid together and sure. sometimes there sure. was clash so to see that and then to flip that with throwing the political division and having them button heads and seeing how people's biased kind of maybe even uh, stops them from stopping and stepping back and trying to look at the whole picture and trying to get all the information. For it to all come together like that and for him to then freak out and, and, and punch the stepdad is is uh it was just a, a cool way, a real life issue, some real issues that you could see w- through the show. And I feel like it does such a good job and I say it every week, but I love how this show can flip real life issues and still make you feel just as relatable to this. While wow, there's madness going on with the superheroes
2: and, and i do th- uh, that's such a great point because you get to a, a a point in that conversation with the father and with mm and it's not it, I, I love that it's not just about the fact that homelander represents a lot of what's wrong with the country and not only that but mm knows really what is happening he just can't really say a whole lot of stuff um but it, it's like wearing the red hat. It's like wearing the make the, the MAGA hat. Like yeah. going to a homelander rally kind of represents that. And but I love that MM is able to say it's dangerous. The soldier boys out there. Like you you have a you have somebody who's being targeted right now, and you're taking my daughter there. Like that's dangerous. And. um and I just love that it's sort of back and forth. And it, it, I feel like, again, the show is being written in real time at some points with <laughs> with the whole like, look, that 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 orphanage that Annie, that uh Annie. Yeah. Annie. yeah, yeah. Right. Starlight. The, the, this the this orphanage that Starlight started up, it, it's 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 child trafficking. Like I it's unbelievable how. They it's like they were served up all of these things on a silver platter to sort of lend, uh, you know, story sort of comparisons to the real world. It's for sure. It's it's really bizarre to watch when they're saying stuff like that, that really feels like it happened two months ago, three months ago. (laughs) Like it's it's so odd to watch. And it almost feels like in the way that South Park is written, really, uh, you know, South Park is made in like a week to yeah. be super current. It almost feels that way in some parts where it's like, God damn, uh, you're talking about like, it's, it's safe to be outside. Everybody go live your lives. It's safe to be out there. And then getting these sort of child trafficking uh, comparisons, just all, very, very bizarre to sort of see in a, in, in a show that you know was recorded years ago,
1: you know, or not years ago, but you know, well, I mean they're referencing the last year, the stuff, right. Which was from a while ago where the, yeah. the, the, the alt-right or whatever, organized against a pizza place out on the East Coast, thinking it was child trafficking. Great work, guys. They have the like,
0: finger on the pulse, for sure. Like, you know, the yeah, Imagine exactly. video last week. Like you, That was legit. Something that happened. So to flip that and put it in the show was ridiculously good.
1: And and again, yeah, to just see, you know, it's so fun, fascinating that, you know, there's a whole bunch of art, not maybe a whole bunch, but there are articles, right, of like, oh, the boys is alienating. It's right, the you know, the right side of its fan base or whatever by Homelander being the bad guy and Homelander doing all this shit that Trump does, and that sect of Republicans do, right? Again, the whole, like, turning the crowd on the media there, like, you don't see the media reporting that, right? You only see him saying this. And it's perfect in that situation. I loved the comparison that we
2: get when Victoria eventually walks up to Homelander after he drinks milk directly from a cow's (laughs) udder. I love that. I love the part where she's like, we're trying to get this fucking man elected for president, and you can't stop talking about this, like, and it just reminded me of Trump rallies where it's like Trump is either there to support somebody that he's trying to get elected, but the whole time he's talking about emails and, and fake news. <laughs> it's like, yeah. no, 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 we're, we're trying. Why are you bringing up all this other shit? Like, stop talking about you. It's not about you right now. I'd love that comparison. Um, and uh, right now, Fuego, I'm driving down and I'm also going to shift another gear. Because I loved these goddamn animated sequences with oh black my god, with Black Noir, um, shocking and just very bizarre. I wasn't expecting it to sort of see mixed media in that way, and I think this was his version of like getting that music, the musical moment with uh, sure. Kimiko. Um, I loved kind of seeing it all happen right there. And I just think it was framed so perfectly. I loved whenever we would cut back and see him sitting. Uh, just alone, with nothing happening, looking it's at nothing. a pizza place, right? Just
1: sitting there in silence. But for him, it's all these lively animated friends. So damn cool.
2: And I, I, I think it was such a great way to tell that and, and sort of have the audience be told the story without feeling like we're doing uh, a normal flashback, without having to feel like we are being told the events of what happened on the news or
1: so like this is like the least laziest way to do it and i appreciate the hell out of it and i appreciate too that like this is probably on me me you know uh, taking notes or talking or whatever hanging out i didn't leave the flashback episode where black noir gets injured and where everything goes sideways right in uh, nicaragua i think it was right i didn't leave that questioning what happened same get to here and have it be like oh when they were when black noir was talking over there to Giancarlo Esposito, right? this is what they were setting up and then when it all went south it wasn't them being attacked by some an outside force it was soldier boy actually flipping out i was like oh shit fuck that's awesome i did i did i loved that reveal and I, of course i loved the way they reveal it with this uh stage play from a bunch of uh, cartoon uh, things he's seeing in his head like that was great let alone the also the you know remember when you paralyzed that kid and hit in the ball pit remember when you did this like these things that have been with him this whole time trying to keep him or not keep him anything i guess it's just only friends it's it's a fascinating way to give that and actually give it out and i you know again for as horrible as everybody is you see this and it's like i like black noir at the end i like uh, the birds and everybody telling him like you got to pull your shit together like you got to go you know bravery isn't the absence of fear right it's being afraid but still doing the thing it's like man like this is being told to you like you're a kid and is that's how he's interacting with it but it's so well done like the entire episode, so well done. Yeah. When
0: he, when he's imagining that after he sees and he sees this brain on the ground and he touches his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. just is I thought it was done very well. And then just speak of Giancarlo Esposito's character Spencer. It, we've got it in this form but I want like the whole vault's whole plan was to create homelander to replace soldier boy and to see what homelander's become now that we know the reveal of everything i want to see spencer say like how does he feel about all of this now that it's real having a moment with homelander just being like we created you to be something better and then you turn into you know something even worse i I, I can't wait to see how john carlo esposito acts that out
2: it's almost like every sort of uh Every sort of issue that happens in Jurassic Park, they create the next thing and they're like, no, we got it. Uh, This time we have it all, you know, under under control. No worries here. But yeah, to sort of see yet another experiment gone way wrong, uh, just dealing with people's egos. I think when creating these beings, they're not necessarily taking a lot of humanity into uh, into play when they're when they're doing all this and just Yeah, seeing how all these relationships go just completely sideways.
1: And that's been the thing, right, with Homelander from the start when we got introduced to him. And, you know, you learn his backstory, right, and being raised by Vaught and not having family and just wanting to throw the ball around, right, and having Ryan taken away from him, even though he gets the address in this episode. Uh, You see it in his face there at the end, right, when Soldier Boy is his father. Like, again, all he's wanted is family, right? All he's wanted is acceptance and unconditional love. And, like, granted, that's not what this will become, but for him, it's the next best thing it's the closest thing you can get to and again that's as you cut back through this that's what this entire episode is about right of you know obviously uh mother's milk and everything we went through with his family right uh billy the butcher there right and his family and how he sees huey is that and how huey sees him is that right huey makes says that it, it says as much right that that's how they are and then of course uh frenchie Kimiko. Kimiko, right? yeah right like again oh, my like god what a, what a, I, I they're both of them their performances are so good in this show and again i think it's again night and day from where they started not that they were bad in the beginning but in the beginning you don't know what you're getting into you don't really get the characters and so for like when is smoking and doing drugs again on mm's like i thought you quit and he goes the lord hates quitters <laughs> i'm like yeah and he starts dozing off while he's doing the thing but then and then like mm's like Dude, you're fucking falling apart. And, and then MM's like doing the OCD thing. He's like, you are like, you know. That makes two of us. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, dude. What a great fucking scene. And then Kimiko,
0: I, I just got to shout out the actress again because she's incredible. The scene with Annie, and you get part of the message that yeah. Annie reads, and then for it to come back later, and you could just see the emotion on her face as she's signing to Frenchie about how we're more than that. We're family. Yeah. Ah, man. So well done. Ah, ah, she's incredible. What What was. um...
1: What was the letter given to Homelander? It it's Ryan's address. I assume. It's an address. We see it as an address when he puts it down next to the, the phone, when he's gotcha. on the phone with somebody, and then he gets the call from Soldier Boy. Okay, I, definitely I assume missed that's that Ryan's team. address because that's what he's been looking for this whole time, and we'll see oh, yeah. what he does there and what what deals with it. Yeah, I had
2: definitely missed that because at that point, you're starting to wonder what Victoria's whole, you know, what, what's her plan? What what? Sure. Um, I, I think that's one of the more interesting things because she knows Homelander is a threat. Is this her?
1: planning some sort of uh... why? Well, I, I think it's again, the battlefield shifted, right? And so she's got it. You know that she knows that and this is me talking on my ass, but trying to guess, you know, the character motivations. She's seen Starlight play her card and she's seen Soldier Boy fail. Right? Soldier Boy didn't kill uh, Homelander. So now you might as well be playing both sides. And hopefully, whoever comes out on top has good feelings for you and you're able to so just like get a them in your pocket. Just like a politician.
2: What's to stop her from just popping the head? What's to stop her? It's a great question. Power? I don't know.
0: We also said, you know, Homelander said earlier, he, he, uh, earlier in the season, he's like, try it. I want to see if you can do it. I, I want to know. And she hasn't. And clearly there, there's at least some t- sort of motivations from her to work together with Homelander until it's time. So we'll see. We'll see. Maybe she can't. Maybe he's too powerful. Uh, And then uh, just to go back to how things are spun and and, and well acted, like with the A-Train scene of April coming Mm. in and just being like, yes. And Soldier Boy attacked you both and you survived and immediately giving him the story and and jumping up. You you could see her world is going to shit. But for her to somehow spin it and stay the leader of art, I thought that was very well acted as well, man. Yeah.
1: And I thought, again, for A-Train, who's I don't know, I have the actor name in front of me uh jesse t usher great acting by him as well because it is that what yeah okay and then there's this moment when he finds out that it's blue hawk's heart where he is like repulsed like you know he goes through like the range of emotions of being horrified by it but then okay well i'm alive and i can do it but then then it's immediately on to you're a gangbanger and this and that's not my story or you know what i mean like he's stuck in that system again of trying to oh man
0: why is nick not here when she said on the (laughs) yayo (laughs) <laughs> let's be happy
1: he's not. All right? Let's be yeah. happy he's not. Let's, let's hope Kevin is able to separate them right it, now. It's, like, it's almost kind of heartbreaking for me in,
2: in that moment there with A-Train because I you start to just sort of assume that that's how he wanted to go out. This was his plan. Mm-hmm. He he knew what the repercussions are going to be. He knew the consequences of him going at full speed again. And yeah. you assume that like – it. On that zoom out shot, I got a lot of uh, – so I drew a lot of comparisons to the zoom out shot of Walter White laying on the ground at the end of the series mm-hmm. finale. Sure. Where it's like there's this sort of look of like – it didn't look like pain or fear necessarily. It looks like I did
0: – relief, right? That it's over.
2: Yeah, I did the thing that I set out to do. I I, I redeemed redeem myself. Right? I finally stood up for something. Right. Mm. And that's not you know, again, I, I, I feel like we always have to throw out, you know, and have a little caveat, maybe a little, Barrett, Can you put up a little message to being like, we know he's still a shitty person because he did a lot of other shitty things. But it really just feels like it felt like that was his way of saying, like, all right, I did the thing. I stood up for my family and I, I made the right call. A-Train is still shitty, um, yeah, so even bad, trying to,
0: Even trying to make do, make, make do, make first, <laughs> like last episode, it. on the last episode of him apologizing to Hewitt and, and realizing it was hard for him to do, but he did it to try to, because he's trying to be better. Uh, and, 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 and there's still perils and he's still fighting with himself he's still loyal to Homelander and Vault in a way and want certain things but also you see the different sides of the motivation of him and that's what a person is a person is flawed a person has multiple different ways and now if you have superpowers and you do sh- really shitty things that's for reason to hate you as well but I like to see that in a character I like to see the black not just the black and white, the gray
1: yeah. sure. uh, shout out to the father and nun scene when Huey and Soldier Boy oh come God. out of the uh, come out of the woods it's to the road or whatever, so good. Where it was like, I, I think you have PTSD in and this. No, and nah, there he's mind control. And the nun jumps on his back. So good. I love that entire <laughs> thing. Uh, and same thing for uh, you know the deep. Uh, his like one real scene in this, right, with uh, Ambrosia the octopus and his wife or whatever. Uh, Not again, an octopus.
0: Gonna, Not an octopus. What was it? What is it? it no, no, he, she calls it a fish.
1: And he goes, yeah, technically, it's a mollusk. <laughs> She's a uh, mollusk. Mary, I'll be interested to see him go down in flames next week, right? Like you of assume course. that's the thing, obviously, because he is an idiot that he's going to fuck it all up. But very good there. Very good.
0: That's uh, the thing. Kind of goes back to what Andy said at the end. All these other plots, but they're interwoven so well, but in a way that we don't know exactly where it's going. And I think that is the beauty of the boys.
2: Yeah, I, it kind of almost reminds you, of like, as I'm rewatching Kirby Enthusiasm for the millionth time, like, I just love how all of those plots sort of end up meeting up at the end. And I, I think we are going to see several of these uh, plot lines sort of meet up at the end. I want to see if Maeve is able to get out of this place and, and and sort of see see it through and kind of, you know, hopefully lend to the cause, because I I. It breaks my heart to see her in there like she she looks so like just distraught. And uh, that whole sequence is just really kind of uh kind of a bummer as a viewer to sort of see what Homelander has done to her and sort of changed her whole life. Um, but then again, they, that one little line of dialogue of like, this is a top three moment in my life <laughs> to see you scared. And I also loved her walking. In, is that concealer? Are you yeah. covering up
1: a bruise? Like, ah, oh, so awesome. See, but his also-
0: face break when it happened, the second she said brought up concealer, the way he acted that out. Yeah.
1: But also so horrific. The idea of just harvesting her eggs. You know what I mean? Like he's like, yeah, I'm I, you're uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm keeping you alive or whatever. It's like, jeez. whole thing. What a great show. What a great episode. Um, anything we haven't touched on? Oh, what one for me. Kamiko, you know, says, you know, to Frenchie when they're having their scene, you know, um, we kissed and it wasn't bad. It was just weird because you're you're more we're more than that. We're family or whatever. Does that mean they're not gonna ever be a thing, you think? Is that they're just does she are they brother and sister, or do you think it is like family the way Jen and I are family?
2: No, I think I, th- I, I think it signifies that they are just closer than just like boyfriend, girlfriend. I think to me, it like it it became less of a a, a boyfriend girlfriend relationship and more of like a you know we are closer than that we are closer than just you know a a romance of of some sort. I think it's just kind of a way to also throw in the the theme of family in, in all this.
0: When you when you first dating someone, you you going through that flirting stage. You don't know if they like each other, and I feel like that was just a way of, to skip the the kid-like Bullshit. wonder of that yeah yeah and just like now nah, like we're we're connected in a deeper way our souls are connected and so it just takes it to a deeper meaning of that but we'll see maybe she is still wondering if he has second thoughts about the kiss and and he and she that was just her way of taking a back step until he reveals it to her that he's in love you know you never know
2: i'm also reading up on one of the uh one of the sort of write-ups on ew.com talking about just little observations here and there and how in the backpack there's a lot of perma-V left in the vial after Kimiko shot yeah, himself yeah, up. Yeah. Who's going to end up using it? Um, that's, uh, I mean, especially when we think about Butcher is on what shot number four at this point. He says a couple times, but I feel like yeah, it's if we try number... to walk,
1: walk it back through, how many times we've seen him shoot up on the show? Yeah,
2: yeah, because I feel like at this point Hugh has done three times, right? I think Hughie's done around three times. And I feel like Butcher's maybe on four or five because Butcher had done it a couple times before Huey even kind of uh, understood what was happening. We get that moment where just think back to earlier in the season of all the the two times where Butcher is vomiting and he was like, what the fuck's going on with yeah, you right yeah. now? You know, um, so I think Butcher's kind of like at Butcher's at the line. I think he's past it. I love I love that. Hey, your brain is leaking, Butcher. <laughs> Yeah, he is. He is, you know, he's falling apart on his inside, which is exactly what Starlight saw in those notes about exactly what this sort of temp feed does to you.
1: Very scary great stuff, and one more episode to go, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, we'll be here on youtube.com slash kind of funny podcast services under the kind of funny screencast and our roosterteeth.com reacting to it. Uh, what did you think of this episode though? Let us know in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube or roosterteeth. If you're in your car listening, rolled on your window and shout it out, and then hopefully the next car shouts it out, and it's kind of like 101 Dalmatians where they just keep shouting until I'm out here drinking a cup of coffee and I hear somebody goes, It was good. It's like, Oh, fuck, like they it. liked it, they enjoyed well, it. That's great. Oh, that was me. I'll shout back and I go back to you that way <laughs> and also shout out to kirkland whiskey i like that i, I like that little uh, nod from annie there when uh Kimiko pulls out the giant value size bottle of bourbon or whatever it was uh ladies and gentlemen go to patreon.com slash kind of funny be able to write in there have a great time get the show's ad free and until next time no it's been our pleasure to serve you